Guys, shut the fuck up. Thank you. All right, now we're just recording for fuck's sake, whatever. Penis. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> Where was it that we were? Who did I teach the penis game to? Any man? That no, you know. no. There was a guy. It was recent that I taught the penis game to somebody, or we were playing the penis game. Who the fuck doesn't I mean, know. Last time I remember playing the penis game. Like camping trip. Oh, that's well, okay. Well, we did it camping. That's right. Blake, we yeah. did it. Yeah, we did it camping with Blake and Blake. And I was watching. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And Blake sure, said, sure. Blake hit F it and just screamed it as loud as he could. Well, that was Blake. I'm honestly, I'm dead surprised we didn't get kicked out of that. <laughs> well, especially with Trevor, because, dude, you're, yeah, yeah, and he's hammered. Dude, keep it down just a little bit. The park ranger's coming around. He looks right at the truck with the lights going, fuck the park ranger, son of a bitch. It's like that guy, and then, of course. I fell over in my chair laughing, and I was also well then, well then, of we course, also, we also did have a hot bomb across from us. And then, of course, what happens? The park ranger stops dead, gets out of his car. truck, and comes over and reminds us that we have child. to be quiet. Yeah, the German family with their with own the, black uh, child. Oh yeah, <laughs> they had what was it like five like white people, like pasty face, <laughs> yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes, white and people, obviously and not adopted whatsoever. <laughs> African American kid, American child. Yes. Hi, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, well, yeah, that was just, what was the other thing I was just thinking about? Oh, like my, okay, so my dad had this story. Everybody has that one guy in their group. I don't think we've identified who it is in this group yet, but we all have that one guy that, as Christopher Titus says, after his fifth beer, hangs out a car window. But my dad's, the ironic thing is my dad's, his name was Ryan Green. And my dad was like me. He didn't really like to get drunk often. He just kind of liked to, you know, he, he just didn't like the feeling. So one day my dad's designated driver, they're all in high school. And this tells you how much times have changed. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, they get pulled over. And the cop's name, I kid you not, is Sweeney. They get pulled over. The cop rolls up. Everybody's in the back seat drunk except for my dad who's in the front seat. And the cop goes, hey, what are you all up to this evening? Ryan Green from the back seat. Nothing, just your old lady, Sweeney. All right, all you little bastards, get out of the car. So then he starts interrogating him. Buddy, where's the beer? Ryan, don't tell him, buddy. Don't do it. So of course my dad, not wanting to go to jail, it's it's in the trunk. All right, everybody go to the trunk, dump it out, whatever, and then just go home. No big deal. Of course, four weeks later, what happens? Sweeney pulls him over again. Everybody's drunk, including Ryan Green. Pulls him over. Y'all boys been drinking? No way, Sweeney, you buying? All right, you little shits, get out of the car. Exact same routine. We all have that one guy. Mm-hmm. I just never thought it would be Trevor, of all people. <laughs> My God. <laughs> He's right. It is. You think it would be me, or Max, or Blake? I mean, you get me drunk and I'll do just about it. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, but you don't Actually, yell that's you're just a whore. So but you don't yell you fuck know, the it's police. Not even sexual. No, it's you're a whore for attention, Max. But you don't yell. But you don't yell. Fuck the oh, police right. as they yeah. drive by, <laughs> or fuck the park ranger as he drives by at 10 p.m. when he's all of two, <laughs> like 50 feet away. God damn, that was still funny. 
Jeez. Yeah, that was a chaotic trip. We got a 17-minute video of me high, which I will never do again. And I slept no, I for a whole so day. Funny. Do we still have that? I do. Okay. We I gotta, still have it. That needs and to go as soon it needs to go on the Instagram. It's like, hey, look yeah. at Frazier. So now you know what we're talking about. This is actually, it's and it's where we got the idea for the podcast. Well, not the idea. Thomas had been pitching it for a while, and it was finally the moment that we all, like, high and or drunk went, yeah, it's a great idea. Let's do it. And then three weeks later, we're like, let's plan this out. Two weeks after that, that's we're it. sitting down writing ideas. Two weeks later, we're recording, and that's how you I got was this. extremely high that that's one night. <laughs> Seven <laughs> cookies in one day. Eight and a half. Yeah, and, Good and Lord. I, I mean, I was going cookie for cookie for you, but I also had two joints. <laughs> I was <laughs> high and very drunk that day. It was oh, yeah. a glorious see, day. So I, I definitely remember picking Luis up. Yeah. At my house, mm-hmm. right? you guys, you guys came to my house. We got in my car, and as soon as we got to the camping trip, the next time I see Luis is like. When we're packing up. Yeah, because he and, sat at our camp he, tent in the chair, high as a fucking kite the whole time, just tripping on this guy. Mm-hmm. That's all he did. It was, yeah, but. So, end oh, of the, the topic tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are the Bar Tools. It is Frazier, Cody, Thomas, Max, and Gary. We are all various blue-collar workers. Most of us are tradesmen. And we talk about the crap that goes on in our lives, mostly from work. We started doing this. Um, at the Old Inn Tavern in Snohomish, 502 Third Street, Snohomish, Washington. And Thomas came up with the idea about three or four times that, hey, we should put a mic in front of us and record it and see if people think we're funny. And, uh, well, after a high and drunken tramp- camping trip, we did that. What's up? I think we just, we, we just explained that. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. And after a high drunk camping trip, we decided to do it. So um, tonight's topic, we... We, basically, the question is simply, what did your boss do? And it doesn't matter if your boss was like, yelled at a customer for you, did something illegal, covered your ass, chewed your ass. But what did your boss do? What if you were the boss at said place? No, what did your boss do? You're not allowed to be the boss in your boss. So, well, yeah. So what did your boss do? And I can't think of one, but we gotta oh. roll the dice because if I have to think of one right now, I'm so screwed. Uh, Should we take the die. roll of the die? Yeah. I got a four. Holy crap! Every time. Four. Oh, fu- God okay, well, damn it! No, give it to Gary. Keep going, and you guys will tie break later. Ah. Watch, I'm gonna get a six. Chop a four. You're up right there. Oh, son of a bitch! And on the laptop. I got a three too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm either gonna get a two or lower to go last. Yeah. So for the rest of the episode, we're just gonna have to more talk over it. each other. So Thomas, Max, and Cody have to re-roll to see who goes first between them. I got a three. Okay. Max. Max gets a four. Are these weighted? No. <laughs> no. no, no you're you're not. I'm rolling until I get something other than a three and a four. No. You lost. There, there. You, you, you still, still got a four. Still going off the four. Yeah, you still go. You still go first of the three of you, and you got a four. Roll again. God, yeah, this is terrible. That's what I'm saying. I'm going first. Okay, Cody, Max, then Thomas, and between me and Gary, we got to roll. See, Cody, I stole your turn last time, and now uh, you get to go first this yeah, time. Yeah, I'm not happy with first. this. Two. Okay, so I'm going last. Thank you. How the fuck do you keep going last? I didn't go last last week. I was in the middle. Thank you. 
I know, but you keep rolling to being like one of the last two. In the words of, uh, <laughs> usually one of the first one. The, the, the simple of my one. The simple answer is the look of the Irish. That's all I gotta say. I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm a Scotsman. I'm your neighbor. Yeah, but yeah. we have more luck yeah, than we you. We are the Scotsman. Thank you very yes. fucking much. <laughs> Irish over here. So yeah, uh, who's going first? Cody. Cody gets to go first and tell so, us what did your boss do? Because I gotta think of one anyway. I can't think of one. Well, it's a good thing you're last. Mm-hmm. So, lucky for you guys, we're going back to the semen station again. Yay, <laughs> semen station! So I'm going to get a sound bite of that or something. If you guys remember the story of when I got pepper sprayed, mm-hmm. which I think I did in a couple yeah. episodes Yeah, I think ago. you talked about getting so, sprayed. So, on that same day, well, I shouldn't say the same day, it was the, um, the immediate day after, our pool got... Um, shut down due to a humongous mechanical failure in the pump system. Mm-hmm. So, my boss being the lovely she-devil she was, she put me in the probably the worst job position ever and sent me to Arlington to a campground that the naval base owned. Oh, no. So, I got to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and... Work from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I had no lunch because mm-hmm. I was pretty much just sitting at a lake all day and also being a janitor, cleaning every goddamn outhouse known to man. I'm looking in this direction. Jeez. But my point being is that. Being a janitor at a campground and you go into the women's bathroom. It is a fucking war zone. It looked like the beaches of Normandy. Captain Pooper was in charge of the troops. (laughs) No, he was nothing compared to what I witnessed in this area. Like, there was this one campground, actually, there are two campgrounds for this one outhouse slash shower area. And my god, the amount of. Filipinos that were in the area. There was some weird shit going on. You got a tight down today, bud. Yeah, so much yellow fever, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, I hate being a janitor. It's god awful. Too many keys. Too many places to hide with people. You see the amount of keys that I have to carry around every day. Well, you also have multiple buildings. Yes. I didn't. Like, I had one keychain and it probably had like 25 keys. So, like, your boss did. Put me in that camera. Sent them there. I was sent to pretty much, I was sent to pretty much like I what I felt was prison in hell. Oh. So, you were like the orange the new, and the new black? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And I was actually the only white guy there. <laughs> Everyone else was either Filipino, African American, or Mexican. Those are the only people that work there. Except the guy who was my temporary boss. He was white. Hmm. Of course white people run everything. They can also ruin everything. Well, Max. What did your boss do? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> <laughs> He's like warming okay. up for this. So, um, every now and again I do a little bit of side work for a friend of my boss's who is also a locksmith in the area. And there was one day where I had, uh, I was working my normal nine to five job and I had to go up to his house to get a, get him to make us a key for a car that we had on the rack. And 
So this was on a Friday, and this was back when we were doing karaoke on Thursdays. And so this was a night that uh, I think you might have remembered it. But he came out with us, bought us all shots. Oh, I remember. I oh, yeah. Came out that night. Yeah, yeah that was the night that I told yeah. your sister to quit wearing sheets out in public as fashion. <laughs> yeah. So he is notorious for uh, just drinking until he's gone. And he's a big dude. Oh, yeah. He's six no, foot he's, four, six foot no, five. He's probably taller than that. He's probably like six, 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 yeah. seven. He's, he's no bigger than six, six, but he's at but least he's six. He's also six. not like a skinny. Tall, he's no, beefy, he's, big. he's like Gary's size. Well, he's Gary's build, but tall. But tall. Yeah. yeah, taller. Yeah. And so I get there, and I'm looking around his the outside of his house, trying to figure out where his truck is because he's home. His wife texted me that he's home because I couldn't get a hold of him. My boss couldn't get a hold of him. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's he's home." And so I get up there, I'm walking around the house, and I find his truck in the back of his house. Oh, no. And so I'm I, looking in the shed. I'm, I, you know, she lets me into the downstairs to see if he's maybe, like, passed out on the couch, passed out near the toilet. Nowhere. So I go out to his truck, and he's still in his truck. I knock on the window, and the window rolls down, and, like... If you've ever seen, like, the stoner eye, but there's no life. There, there's no life to his eyes. There's bloodshot red. There's no life to his eyes. And he doesn't even say anything. He just rolls the window back up and then jumps out. And Was it he, actually a jump? Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. It wasn't a jump. It was a stoner jump. He opened, No, no. He was the worst hangover that I think I've ever seen pushes the door open and swings his legs out and kind of like hip jumps out <laughs> and like stumbles as he lands. <laughs> and that is more man than I've ever wanted to see in my life. Oh, no. <laughs> because at some point in the night, he must have like gotten up and like taken a piss outside his, I mean. Or wanked it off in his Hummer. gotten out. And urinated and then gotten back in. He probably just leaned oh, out. Oh, I have no, I have no doubt. And, but he pops out, and I'm standing there, just, boom! <laughs> Big old steaming pile of cock. Elephant dong. Yo! So his penis is is proportionate to the rest of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Like, his his penis must be, like, six or seven feet on its own. <laughs> <laughs> You're a tripod. My God. It neighed at me when it got out. He's <laughs> coming out of the car. So did he hit face first then? I mean, he landed on his feet. <laughs> and his, you know, it was kind of like a kangaroo leaning back on his tail, except for he was leaning forward. <laughs> on his penis. So he gets his pants up and he like barely like stumbles around looking for keys. And if you've seen, it almost looks like he lives in a borderline junkyard. Yeah. Because of how scatterbrained his whole setup yeah, is. Yeah, he's, he's, he doesn't his have house. a bad setup. It's just he's very scatterbrained. So he's got boxes here and boxes here. Yeah. And they all serve a purpose. You just wouldn't know that. <laughs> yep. Can't so, uh, yeah, that's what my boss did. My boss showed me his penis. <laughs> is it a penis at that point, or does it have a name and life of its own? Um, 
I'm gonna name it Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask why. How's Gilbert doing? Uh, don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> don't, don't know. Don't, don't care. Know. Yeah, oh, man. Who's next? Me and I got royally screwed over by a boss. Like royally screwed over. Um, At least you weren't his limo driver like I was. <laughs> I wasn't even your boss. No, but our boss told me to drive you around. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, this is when I was a mechanic, and uh, I was working at the time, and uh, I was a manager, and what happened was uh, on Thanksgiving, we were shut down, but at my at my old shop, there was a, uh, basically a uh, shed out back, which we had a bunch of material and like oil and all this crap in it, just a bunch of parts, and I come back from that on the next day and open it up to because we're getting going and there's twenty two hundred dollars worth of inventory gone. Ooh. Just gone. I have no idea where it is. I Yeah, I make police report, all this stuff and uh so a month goes by and then I'm sitting in a uh a meeting with my district manager, my regional uh, manager, our regional VP, and our loss prevention manager. And, yeah, they come up basically blatantly saying, like, oh, so did you steal this crap? I'm like, what? Why would I steal $2,200 worth of inventory? What is it going to do? Where am I going to put it? All this kind of crap. <clears throat> and it, it goes back and forth for a little bit, but the loss prevention manager really knows that there's no point in asking this question because I wouldn't have done this. But my district manager uh, and my regional manager are like laying into me hard on like, well, why didn't you put locks on this or anything like that? And I'm like, going, I asked three times to get to basically be able to do this, and you guys kept saying no. Well, no, you didn't. You never asked this. And I'm like, going, I start laying out emails that I had printed out because I knew something like this might happen. I lay out three emails over the course of a year of me being there of like asking for this and and without the responses on them. And uh, my district manager looks at this and goes, Oh, these are this isn't real, this is all fake. You didn't write these. I never saw these. I'm like, What? Really? You wanna say that? You really wanna say that? And he goes, this is you made this up. This is not real. And I laid out one of his responses to it blatantly saying no and at this point my uh, loss prevention manager is trying not to laugh how do you try not to punch that motherfucker in the face it's well that was the thing he was trying to get me fired too but it was like this is what's going on I just I'm being as calm and collective as possible because otherwise I can not only lose my job but also get an assault see I'm that guy that if, if you accuse me of something I didn't do especially illegal activity and I didn't do it and you call me a liar we're going fists. Oh, well, that was the thing for me. I just did it with facts. <laughs> and I made him look like the biggest idiot on the planet. So what did he say after you showed him the, his response email? He didn't say a thing. He just clammed up after that. Yeah, I bet. And, uh... Because he's a big old bitch. Yeah, pretty much. But he still demoted me. For what? Oh, fuck you. As gross negligence. 
So I went back to being an uh, assistant manager, and I went to a different shop. But I thought it was funny. A year to the day of my incident, a different manager is there, and they forget to turn off the uh, main water main for okay. the uh, for the shop. And they sent out a memo saying you need to do this because for pipes can freeze. Well, that's what happened, and it filled the entire pit. <laughs> they lost close to $60,000 in inventory and daily revenue for, or for two days. And guess what happened to him? Don't do it again. Yeah, exactly. I'm like going, I get, fuck, I get $2,200 worth of inventory gone, and I get almost fired for it. This guy loses sixty grand in two days worth of work and gets a slap on the wrist. Yeah. I was pissed oh, over that. Yeah, that's when I went to HR afterwards, and I'm just like, well, what the hell is the problem? Mm-hmm. Didn't hear anything, but that, that was, that's what happened. Yep. That's my boss story and his fuckery. My boss story. <coughs> this is going to go back in the day when I was working as a loss prevention for a local grocery store. That everyone may know of. That your dad might work at right now? Currently. That yes. Jordan works at right now? Currently. That I used to work at right now? Yeah. Well, not right now, but I used to work <laughs> at. <laughs> you dumb, dumb. So, when I, uh, it was one of my, it was like within the first three months, and it was one of the many handfuls of people that I caught. And I had one guy in the office waiting for PD to come pick him up. Uh, usually. It doesn't take very long because Linwood is like literally right there, right across the parking lot. Yeah. So now I'm a little curious, just and I'm sorry I'm cutting in, but when you catch somebody, are they just chilling in the office willingly? Because back when I worked there, you weren't allowed to even touch anybody. We weren't even allowed to do like well, security this, checks. At this time, there, it's a um, quickly. Uh, yes, they they're there willingly because mm-hmm. it's just kind of one of those. Things to where okay, I got caught. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit here now. Fuck. Right. So even though they could with, technically get up and walk out the door, um, I, there's plenty of people that are ballsy enough to do that. Yes. Yeah. I would have. And I just imagine Gary coming around the corner as one of the guys are trying to leave, going, "I'm always down now." See, if you don't have <laughs> you don't have my name, don't have my address, and you don't have cuffs on me, bye bye. I'll walk out. As you're sitting down, I have your name, I have your address, I have everything that you stole. And I have all the video because of the saturation system that's in that store. Okay. Yeah, if you get up and leave at that point, you're, you're basically screwed. alluding. That yeah. That, and yeah. You're See, fucked. the problem is... Instead at- of my fat ass chasing you, then you just have the Carls and Mr. Smiths <laughs> that have more authority than I do to come run after you. See, my, you with a warrant. my problem is at the time at this company, we had like a no touching customers thing, even if we uh, even if we had them red handed stealing shit. So you were basically stuck, like just watching them walk out the door. So there was never any point to try that's, to have an LP. That's because if you're well, if you remember policy, policy, policy states that if you're not loss prevention, you can't do anything unless yeah. we physically tell you, hey, help me stop this guy. Other than that, you just look at him and tell him have a nice fucking day. Yeah, it was bullshit. So, and you can't really, I couldn't even touch them unless they threw punches at me, which I have many document, documented cases of, to where then that's when you go hands on. 
or until they go outside of point of sale to where as soon as they hit those doors then i'm grabbing your backpack or your coat or just you before you start trying to run away okay but since i had someone in the office waiting for pg to come pick them up my boss he is going all sorts because he knows my dad and he starts taking pictures he's like oh cherry popped caught his first <laughs> caught one. his first one caught one i'm like i'm just sitting there and and he's from texas bigger guy of course hilarious he's like a like the one just just another uncle type of personality and he i think it was at this time it was like when the store starts selling the the ribs okay and he had a rack to himself (laughs) it was a small one to be fair but he starts having the world's worst gas <laughs> and he just starts supermanning and farting <laughs> to gas us out because it's that bad he's literally trying to gas you out of the office yes <laughs> this is my all, dad all he hear, all you hear is this oh he starts fumbling around in the in the other office with the cameras fumbling around he he takes the scissors and walks straight out not looking at anybody and then he comes back and then he comes back in all just like down about himself everyone's like what the fuck just happened so i uh so pd picks up the guy they leave i'm getting paperwork signed by them telling them you know my story what's going on he comes back in I'm like, what the fuck happened to you? He's like, I shit myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. There are farts you shouldn't trust. I asked him, I'm like, why the fuck did you take scissors? He's like, I had to cut my drawers off. (laughs) (laughs) So he's commando at this point? Oh, man. No. As Morgan Freeman once said in a movie, every fart is a gamble. Yes. <laughs> God damn, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, Fraser, do you got one? I do. I Well, I mean, I have a couple, but it, they all revolve around tea from our HVAC company. Oh, God. And they're not like, and they're all not like, he wasn't completely unfair to me except for the one time, and I'll tell that story, and then I'll kind of tell a couple others that just involve him. Because I don't have anywhere, I don't think I have anywhere a boss really tried to mess me up. Um, except for when T got really vindictive, Damn it. you didn't want to do that. <laughs> Gary just pulled Max's finger. And, the oldest dad dad trick ever. Hey, pull my and, finger. And and Gary's about to regret that gratefully. But so basically, what happened is this: is we talked about the. And now Max. Is you can't even smell it, it yet. <laughs> Max is walking up through my clothes. <laughs> It's just hit Gary, and Gary can't breathe. He's the most distracting person on this crew. He can't even fart. I'm not distracting. I'm building on the show. It almost looks like you're crying, man. Oh, my it's, word. You gotta, it it's a mixture of I'm dying from the smell of my own fart. I'm trying not to laugh. Yes, yes that, everybody. Max. You laugh at poop jokes, farts. Max looks like Rumor. he just got. Max looks like he just got tear gassed. That shit sucks. I know. Uh, fucking. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so I. Uh, Carry on. Luckily, I don't smell it yet. Gary's leaning away from Max because he can't take it. <laughs> so now he wafts it wafting, towards me. Wafting. 
Anyway, no. So, but anyway, jeez Louise. But so mine was kind of just like it wasn't even. It was just petty. So we uh, and this is the only time a boss really tried to screw me over. But I, I talked about in the second or third episode. Yeah, the third episode. Uh, upwards of thirty grand where I crashed the truck. It was an honest like mistake. I'm trying to switch lanes on 405 in the dark, and it's bumper to bumper traffic. So after that. They put me on, like, warehouse detail because I'm not allowed to drive. Well, first off, I can't be at work for two days because I have to go through a drug test. Then they put me in the warehouse for two weeks as, like, kind of, like, punishment because, like, you know, that way, you know, you're not supposed to drive for two weeks. It's insurance policy. also. And we had such terrible drivers at this company. But anyway, so I crashed the truck. They put me on this, like, restriction. They put me in the warehouse for two weeks. No biggie. Whatever. And then I go outside, and it turned out we learned I learned the hard way that our boss was very vindictive and childish. Because the next time I'm working with Trevor and Matt and our boss shows up, I'm doing stuff. I'm doing it all right. And I drop a piece of three-quarter uh copper line in the dirt which i'm just brazing together the whole nine yards you know just have to finish it off and he jumps on my ass because i didn't immediately blow through it to blow all the dirt out and i literally look up at him holding him in my hand and go i was about to but you gave me literally a quarter of a second to pick it up before you jump my ass so then turns out and i talked about this I get put with gary and all we're doing all day is driving around the entire puget sound area and nailing down units. That's it. And it was a good day. But apparently, when we got in the truck, was he was told oh, I was asleep the whole time, <laughs> except for except for to get except for to get out and nail down the units. I was asleep, and so no wonder um, Gary was happy. It was quiet on the. Well, it was great. Not to interrupt you. Go ahead. At this time, it was when he was you know snoring and all and or also had like those like. Would you call them night terrors? Twi- I still have them. PTSD, they're twitches. Yeah. I twitch real bad to the point where I've, like, punched my headboard. I've woke up in a full mount position over my pillow. I've you smacked my headboard. A headlock. I did. And two weeks ago, I put my girlfriend in a headlock twice in the middle of the night. She's sleeping on my chest. Oh, and I constricted and put her in a headlock. And she literally was, like, yelling at me, elbowing me in the ribs, wouldn't wake me up. And finally, she just thought, wait a minute. And she tapped on my arm like she's tapping out in an MMA fight, and I let her go. And then I did it again. She tapped out again, and then she physically rolled me over so that I wouldn't do it again. But so, but so yeah, Gary's watching me spaz out. But so it turns out that on the way there, on the way there, Gary tells me that our boss specifically told him that I wasn't allowed to drive because I had crashed the last truck. The problem with that is the past three weeks I've been driving, according to our warehouse manager, the short Asian lady, because I've been driving permits around the whole time. I'm like, what do you mean don't drive? I've been driving for two weeks again. Those days were like a love-hate relationship. Oh, yeah. And that was when everything... Oh, you know what? I'm going to completely change the subject. What did our boss do? I told you. I told you. It hasn't ever gone public. HVAC company. Oh, although is the, the Ukrainian. Or... Uh, I oh, so the mugshot completely yes. stopping this entire thing of railroading it. Oh yeah, Conti- we've never told that. this story because technically I'm not supposed to know. I get a text one day from my former lead, and he goes, "Hey, did you hear that a certain 
head manager of new construction that we all hated got fired. Here's how much this guy sucked. Me and my lead got set with two brand new guys, literally started that day. We're in a house, we work on it, and it normally took me and my lead two days to finish a house. So we have four guys in the house, but we're teaching two brand new guys as of that day. I We go into the office the next day and he proceeds to chew us out because we didn't get the house done in one day because we had four people. I'm like, your two guys just started today and you wanna bitch at us for not getting the house done today? If anything, we're going slower than normal because we're teaching the new guys. Anyway, the lead texts me after I've left. I'm with the union. I'm working on the Lake Stevens High School project. And said, did you hear blank got fired? I said, no, I had no idea. I text a friend of ours that still works at the company now. He is a sheet metal guy. Oh, yeah, it's him. The, fa the fabrication guy. Yeah. And I go, dude, I just heard this happen. What happened? He goes, the second you get off work, call me. I call him at 3.30 p.m. I go, dude, what's going on? Like, why did he get fired? I'm glad he did. He's a dick, whatever. He goes, you aren't going to believe it. You better sit down for this. Turns out, multiple times during the time he had worked there, our other managers had tried to call the head manager or coworkers had tried to call the head manager because you had to ask questions every once in a while. <coughs> there's only four of them and you're covering the entire Puget Sound area. But he wouldn't pick up his phone. So then people would call the other managers and say, hey, I need this person on the phone. We need to have a chat. The superintendent's being an ass, whatever. So they'd try to call him. He wouldn't pick up the phone. Well, all the trucks are low jacked. His truck was always at a Motel 6 or something like that, parked there for hours. And they figured, you know, they're, he's going in to get food, he's whatever, because they'd check it and then wouldn't think about it. Turns out this guy got arrested in a sting operation because he went to go to a Motel 6 to hook up with a 14 or 15-year-old <coughs> online, and it was a bunch of cops waiting there. And he's been doing this forever, as using the company truck to do it. And that's why he's been parked at Motel 6s the whole time. Holy shit. I know. Yeah. yeah. That's what we all said. And I wasn't – and I know I'm telling this story, but I'm not saying the company name online out here. But they basically gave him the option to leave the state, never work for them again, never work for any of their vendors again. Or competitors. Or competitors. He wasn't allowed to basically go anywhere near the HVAC system or water heater things at all and move to a different state and disappear and they wouldn't tell the entire company about it. Oops. Yeah, which I think is illegal because technically his, he's at this point has to register as a sex offender or something like that. The yeah. only yeah. thing is that if he, he still worked at the company or was in state, they have to tell. Right, so, sure. but, but the best part is his wife didn't know this was going on. Isn't she the one who bailed him out? I don't know, I don't know anything about that. Okay, yeah. so she, she did, she yeah. bailed him out and he kept claiming that he was going to Ukraine like once or twice a year. He'd go, he'd be gone for 10 days or two weeks at a time. Turns out he was also going to Ukraine to see his mistress, and he told his wife and family he was going to see his father who was sick the whole time. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, so Stand they moved. Guy, huh? So from what I heard, they moved to Colorado because that's where his wife was from. They moved there. The wife was basically moving there to divorce him so she could be near family, and he'd basically have to be on his own. Sounds like a, uh, yeah. Yeah. That after why she was still with him. Yeah, our, yeah, because she was leaving to get to Colorado, 
and then divorce him because her family was there. But yeah, our boss was caught in like a cops version sting operation of online chat room Chris 14 Hansen. 15 13 year old yeah so dateline and welcome like, to dateline nbc yeah it sounds like the kind of guy that if i ever lost my shit i'd want well, to like, down and kill yeah pretty much well yeah because you have a daughter he got mad at me one day and said that dude i can hear your headphones i can't believe you wear those on the job site which i get it's not a you know it's a violation you're not supposed to wear them. he's like i can hear them from across the house i'm like what headphones are able to blast across the house you're hearing the house next door where they have a full radio you idiot yeah, he always used to get on me and Daniel's case if we didn't wire something, even though it wasn't even on the paperwork. Right. We'd get a phone call the next day, and he screamed at us for, like, no reason. And it's like, I have the paperwork in hand. Where does it say that we had to do this? Right. Oh, he never... There was one time, like, uh, all the time, our, uh, the Mexican uh, warehouse guy, the main George? guy... Yeah. George. Yeah. Oh, yeah. George, I guess. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We're okay to say his name. Yeah, he's cool. Like, yeah, Jorge, yeah. George, whatever. But he would pull the right Jorge. front. We, he would right. <laughs> well, our way was the way. I'd go, Jorge. And he'd go, hey, what's up, man? And he could hear me from across the warehouse. So right. we'd yell at each other from across. But mm-hmm. he... But yeah, there were times where Jorge would pull down the. God damn it, Gary! <laughs> <laughs> he was he was the funniest, coolest guy. But he would pull down the right furnace, and then this manager would get all pissed off, and he'd show him the paperwork, and he would just walk away and not apologize. But yeah, like I said, there was the one that pissed me off the most was he sat me down specifically, not the other guy, not the lead. He goes, "Why didn't you get this house then? You had four people." Well, those other two people are brand new as of Monday, and it's Tuesday. They don't even have the right tools yet. I'm showing them what to do. If anything, we're going half our speed to show them what to do. They don't know how to hang boots. Right. They don't even know. How to, they don't know how to hang boots. They don't know which boots are the 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 thing in your ceiling that the air comes out of. The and I was literally thinking like hanging boots on a wall. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no they, 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 yeah. Boots. Like well, put like putting your boots up. They're also called the registers. Boots or we call them boots, but they're the registers. registers. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's the thing okay. that the air comes out of in your ceiling. But yeah, we we um. But yeah, I it it got to the point where he during that discussion, I went back down and saw T, and I said, "You should be <coughs> giving me a raise for not punching him in the face." And that's all I said. Mm-hmm. And he goes. Why? What happened? And I told him, and he goes, was the president of the company, he goes, was his door open? I go, no. He goes, that's why. Because if he would have heard it, he would have given that guy an ass-chewing. He would. The president would have given the manager an ass-chewing for treating you like that. Yeah. He was that much of a dick. Now, on a different aspect, I remember uh, a different story from uh, this company when we were when we first started doing generators. Mm. See, that's, that, I was in new construction when we started yeah. doing generators, so I know nothing the about this. The very those. first day that we started doing generators, we were doing it for the executive, uh, the owner's daughter's home. Oh, yeah, the, the biatch. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> in but other yes, words, Gary... But as, but as Gary says, birthday cakes. Yes, but yeah, we want to bear... <laughs> ball, because, and she was such a bitch that all you wanted to do to her was bend her over a desk with a ball gag and restraints and fuck her senseless. Yeah. Yeah. Like the um, roughest fucking ever because she made you that angry, but she was also that hot. So Sounds like one of my exes. <laughs> so the thing well, about this is... Still do. Me and Daniel are uh, getting everything ready for this, and we've never done one of these. Ever. Yeah, brand new. No, no classroom work, no theory on it. It's a guy from Honeywell that's out there giving us a lecture about what is what. 
And then, here's a bunch of manuals, guys. Go put it in. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, midway through the day... Excuse me. <coughs> uh, midway through the day, uh, we're getting through this, and me and Daniel are talking, and we're just like going... You know, I wonder if they've actually included into their selling of these um, the price of the utility to to turn off the power and turn it back on to to uh, connect and disconnect to the house. And we're talking about this back and forth, and I finally just realized I'm like, wait, they've already sold a bunch of these, and they've never they didn't do it. So I pulled the senior supervisor over. Wait, they didn't do what? They sold a bunch and didn't do what? Include into the price uh, how much it was going to be for the utility to cut, turn them off and turn them back on. Oh, no. Because you have to pull the, the you, main off. It's not only the yeah. meter, but you have to pull it from the pole half the time. <coughs> yeah. No, I, I, I know what you're saying. I've just, yeah. I've lost. So, I pull over P. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm explaining to him. I'm just like, going, so, how do you want us to do this? Because I don't think you've included how much it's going to be to connect and disconnect people from the grid to do these for the day because you know you're gonna have to do this and it's like well why would we have to do that and my coin well i explained to him how a transfer switch works of i have to disconnect the mains put it into the transfer switch hook that main up and then hook a new main up to the main panel right and he's just like going and i just looked at him like when you want me to do this live I quit right now. Yeah. And he's just like, well, why would it be live? I'm like, why? I explained to him the reason why it's not at this place is because of the main switch that's at the uh, the meter off the house. Mm-hmm. And I have to explain it to him three times. Slowly. Yeah. The third time, I, he finally realized what was going on. He went wide-eyed. He just like, Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And... And then just turns and walks away and grabs every sales guy that's there. And bitches them no, out. No, and basically them. tells them, we need to figure this out quickly because otherwise we're going to have a bunch of pissed off people yeah. with extra cost. Or and we're gonna how much does that it. cost about? It's different for every location. <coughs> um, and also every utility company. Seattle City Light, depending on location, can be anywhere from six hundred to a thousand dollars. What's the lowest cost? Let's put it that to way. Take somebody off the grid and turn to them back off. T- just for disconnect them from the pole and can, and put turn and connect them back up for a day. Yeah. And why why is that? Why why does it cost so much to disconnect and reconnect them? Do you remember South Park Cable Company? No. Where they where they're like oh that's a problem for you and he starts rubbing his nipples. Okay, yes. <laughs> the, the electric company. Is just like that. But okay. it, here's the thing. You're also bringing out linemen okay. off of their normal routine mm-hmm. to dis, to disconnect you and reconnect you in their truck, and they're doing whatever else they're doing at the same time. The, and so the, so the, the actual power <coughs> company has to come out and do yes. this. Yes. The utility company has to come out so and do we this. Have to sub, so you would have, or we would have to subcontract out to other people to get them out here for them to do it while you're doing your job. So what's right. the, what's the minimum yeah. that this would cost? Again, it's different for every like, location. What's the smallest price you saw? The lowest price... Was about six hundred dollars. So the lowest price tack on to all this job they're doing is still an extra six hundred bucks. The highest though was two grand. Right. So we're best case scenario, it's an extra six hundred dollar bill 
Worst case, it's two to three. It's two. At yeah, the very two, most, it's two. two. And that was PUD, and that was <laughs> in a very rural area, because it just was a bitch to get out there. Right. And uh, it that was the whole thing about this. I'm like, wait, and the thing that killed me, though, is just like, not only were we doing all this work in at this house, there was so much wrong. So much wrong at this house. Were you there? Oh yeah, yeah, he was there. Oh, Gary was there. Yes, he was with One Eye at the time, and he was the only. They were I, was, one of the, I was with T at the time. Oh, you were with T at the time, and uh, but you were also still learning gas pipe at the point, and mm-hmm. we only had one gas piper. Yeah. But yeah, at this point, they're getting this woman is getting uh, with this generator a brand new panel, sub panel, right? No, brand new panel. Oh, that's right, because he had to complete... We had to redo redo the the complete panel because of how fucked it was. Uh, She got a brand new panel. She got two new furnaces, two new ACs. Holy crap. uh, A generator, along with two new water heaters. And two outdoor air conditioners. This is a $20,000 job. No, No. this is close to a $100,000 job. Fuck. It's everything that she could get was free. Mm Mm-hmm. So when you say panel, are you talking about like uh, main electric- electrical panel, the okay. panel in your house, the electrical right. now, panel? In the re- and where you go when it's all of the switches, yeah. or, you know, the, power now, the breaker and the, box. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the thing about that was, it's like we had to change that out for an all-in-one, which had the transfer switch inside of it, and that thing was four foot tall. It was a thirty-five hundred dollar panel, Jesus. and she got it for we how. Because her house was at the training grounds. Yeah. Oh. And it's the owner's daughter. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot about that bit. Yeah. The more important Back bit. to the owner's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was an interesting day in itself because when I was telling P about all of this stuff, all, all the executives were pretty much standing around laughing their asses off and eating pizza while we're working. Yeah. And then it was just, oh fuck, and I need to fix this quick. <coughs> yep. But yeah, that was that was fun in itself of the moronic uh, the moronics of that whole job. Good lord. So yeah. I almost cut my boss's finger off yesterday. Oh jeez. How? I'm talking about bosses. Go ahead, so. tell me the story. <laughs> I want to know. And um, you know, it's kind of my fault, kind of his fault. Kind of? Well, it's it's. How is it kind of your fault when you leave off? Let me start at the beginning. (laughs) Okay. Okay? And this comes back to one of our previous episodes when I ran into a couple of cars, caused like 30 grand worth of damage. More. We're not going to talk about that. Um, And so, I mean, my boss is the kind of guy that where he makes fun of you and he doesn't really know when to stop, like doesn't know when to let the joke just be the joke. Right. Gets to the point where he's kind of pushing me towards the edge of a psychotic break. What what just, what like, what Max rip his head off? What Max actually means is brutally mutate his, his head. boss is really good at telling jokes and Max can't take it. <clears throat> Borderline. <laughs> he he likes to flirt with the line of okay okay haha go away. You know he does it on purpose. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, and that's why I almost cut his finger off <laughs> to let him know that I was serious anyways so we're, we're on the tool truck yesterday and um, I see this really cool pair of uh, hose cutting pliers and they have a uh, kind of a, a singular tooth in it if that makes yeah. sense yeah, I, like I, a, the, it, yes. it's two like grooves 
Yeah. I just love the hand motions he's doing. Yeah. So anyways, I'm like, oh man, these look like a really cool torture device. Hey boss, stick your finger in here. My boss, I open them up, and my boss puts his finger in there, and I close them. <laughs> How hard? I didn't close them that hard. I realized that he wasn't pulling his finger away like as soon as I was about to like make contact with the skin. Unfortunately, it was a like split second too late, and so I did cause him to bleed a little bit. But the, the tool truck guy's reaction, like he was borderline running off the truck, puking. He was like, oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe you almost just cut his finger off! And also back to the question of why I still have a job. <laughs> we don't know. We still don't know. Because after those couple of accidents, which are also several years ago at this point, and my uh, boss is no longer pursuing the girl that I you know, helped him out with, because she helped me get the job in the first place. And so it comes full circle so, on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, she helped me get the job. Get I helped him get, get the girl. You know, And then, you know, Three, four, six months later, it fizzled up. This is several, so that was several years ago that all of that damage happened, and you know, at this point, it's just you know. At this point, we're so cool, we can stick our. Uh, he, he calls me a flaming homosexual. I almost you are finger off. I'm really not. <laughs> so, and for those and of you at home that don't at him lovingly. For the for those like he's so cute. But for those of you that there we go. Hang on, let me explain this. For those of you that don't know. Um, me and Max get accused of being related all the time. In fact, my last uh, gig in Snohomish on Friday, we got accused two times within the first 10 minutes of walking in the door together and three times by the end of the night at least. So it's been like 15 times we've been accused of being brothers. And we're also like cool with each other and comfortable in our sexuality to the point that my ex-girlfriend, when I broke up with her, accused me of being gay for Max because we were cool and chill with each other and i'm not going to get into the rest of the story because it's just insane but yeah the, max so we now we give max a hard time for being so, gay and he actually feels like he has to explain himself i cannot escape the gay <laughs> hey just like the cars against me i, I like vagina okay we get it but i do have a question how many times have you two kissed each other now like three times. <laughs> <laughs> Not helping like our case. Like, <laughs> Not helping our case. Okay, you know what? Hey, I was there each it's time totally you guys did it. It's acceptable for a bro to kiss another bro. Again, Not under... Not with tongue. Under, we never used tongue. tongue. It was just a little... Our, like, it was essentially our mustaches touching. Yeah. Under, again, okay. under the under the clause... <laughs> under the clause that we are completely comfortable in our sexualities. That we are <laughs> we are very comfortable in knowing that we're straight and we really? do not care. But yeah, it's just yeah, it was it was hilarious. Oh, I do have like this was one where I actually got back at T real quick. Me and so me and me and Trevor had this job where we had to enlarge a return and it was another person's <laughs> job. Enlarge your return. <laughs> We're not going to get out of this alive. No, no, we're not. We, uh, But we had to enlarge a return, and it was another person's job, but we were doing the return part of it while they did the furnace coil and air conditioning unit bit. Um, and so we show up, and we have to run. We're adding a 12-inch return off the furnace. So the guys in the garage, right, but it's just for – they already have a return. We're just doing it for the air conditioning side. 
So the guys in the garage run all of this square duct and the, the duct that needs to go in the garage, and then we're tapping into it, and we're and we're going in from, uh, basically there's a closet that goes directly down into the garage, and the closet's on the second floor. So we go and open up the area, we get a spotter bit through, we check it, we're like, okay, cool. So then we tear back the carpet and everything. Now keep in mind, this customer said that they're gonna sheetrock off the area that we use. Oh, I remember this job now. Right, so that the closet, you know, looks nice and there's no 12 inch pipe running through it. Mm-hmm. One tiny problem. The only place in this closet, cause you know, closets aren't huge, mm-hmm. that we can put this pipe is in an eight inch bay. The bays are only eight inches across and there's electrical running through it. Oh, and there's an eight inch duct running through there. An eight inch, now luckily it's an eight inch flex duct, but basically this entire bay is filled to the brim with whatever it can hold. And we still have to run a 12 inch pipe through an eight inch hole. Only Max knows how to do that. I've never pulled it off. Um, so, <laughs> it was a compliment. Um, but so, we finally call our boss. We tell him it's not gonna be pretty, but we're gonna make it work and all these problems. And he said, just make it work. They're gonna sheetrock it off anyway. That's fine. So we get the job done. We run the 12 inch pipe through an eight inch hole and it's ovaled. It's not perfect. It's ovaled, but it goes through right. and it, it does its job. The statics probably aren't great. And statics are the resistance that the air hits. For those of you that don't know at home, statics are the is the resistance through the ductwork. And from this, I remember the customer freaked because it was an ovaled. Oh yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Oh, and here's the other part. We totally, totally and we don't have the evidence now but we had the evidence then that they were swingers we still call it the swinger house lovely so yeah about a week later t our boss comes up in the attic and goes and here's i kept photos and evidence and videos of that job because i knew it looked ugly and i knew i was going to hear about it we're in the attic we're putting stuff together our uh the kid that got his face slammed into a center console is downstairs doing his thing because I can't stand him, so I'm in the attic. And T comes up and pops his head up and goes, hey, I gotta talk to you about that job you did last week with the return. I said, okay, what about it? And he goes, um, the customers are pissed. I go, and? And he goes, well, what are we gonna do about it? I said, what else are we gonna do about it? You got a 12 inch pipe that's gotta go through an eight inch hole. It's gonna be squished. There's nothing else we can do about it. And aren't they sheet rocking it off and hiding it anyway? He goes, well, yeah, but they're not happy about it. And so finally I pull up, luckily at the time I had just got Snapchat, I pulled up my Snapchat and I showed him the video of the house and how it looked and the videos I had already sent him the week prior and the photos I'd sent him the week prior. I said, and in and in the video you can hear me narrating, but I go, that's an eight inch bay that we can't cut the trusses to or the, you know, the, yeah, the, the support beams. And that's a 12 inch pipe that you want us to put in. There's no other way to do it. There's nothing we can do. And I sh- he showed it, he looked at it, he got quiet and he goes, and for some reason he asked me, and he goes, so what am I gonna tell the customer? I said, tell them to fuck themselves. They have, they're gonna be sheetrocking it off. Who gives a shit if it looks ugly? It works, it does its job. Statics are a little higher than we want, but that's no big deal. What else are you gonna do about it? And he's like, oh. I'll call him then. I'm like, yeah, you do that because there's nothing we can do. I said, yeah, he goes, so what are we going to do? Tell him I said, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> there's, or go fuck your neighbors, whoever you're swinging with. I don't care. It was me. It was <laughs> swinging with me. 
You were scared. 21 at the time. So? You were in the <laughs> army. I know. I yeah. Was still, uh, you were in New York. Like, no. Where were you? No, I was at home. Oh. With his sister. <laughs> the older one. <laughs> That's odd of you to insinuate, too. <laughs> well, he's foreign, so. <laughs> Anybody else? He got does come from a prison colony. I don't you fucking cut. I don't think we've gone over the fact. Fucking cut you. But Max is Australian, so he comes from a, 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 Australian and Italian, right? Um, yeah, my last so you, name is actually from Sicily. So you come from an island of inmates. Uh, no, and, a, no, no. and another island that's been Prisoners, conquered so many times. prostitutes, and murderers. Yes. And then the other and then the other country can't win a war to save their ass. No, they've just been conquered. The, they're the most conquered... Continent. Well, no, island In Italy. Island. Yeah, Italy's a peninsula. Yeah, well, actually... Yeah. Sicily, the island. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys get fucked like uh, three ways from point. Sunday. Yeah, right? like somebody in Oz, like a triple cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she liked it. <laughs> All right, do we got any others? No, um, I'm I'm kind of tapped at this point. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I got one. Oh god, so one. I worked at a local pool to where um, when me and Fraser swam in high school. He was my boss, so our, my old swim coach was my aquatic director. Um, I love the man to death. He's a great guy, but there are times that I wish I could just I could slap him. Because there's this, there's this like you know like like good old one liners that some people do, and you kind of laugh yeah. at. He was the exact opposite. Oh, it was the awkward one liner. It's not that it was awkward. It was just so dumb. You're like, how did you think about this? Why did this come out of your mouth? Reminds me of Riley from. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. No, I think I think the funniest one he ever said. It's like whenever you would ask him, like, "What's up?" It's like hard dicks and airplanes. Like, hard dicks and airplanes. This is the same guy that told the joke. He's like, "You want to know how I know you're gay? Your dick tastes like shit." I tell that to my coworker all the time. Fucking kills him. My fucking coworker is this like super old stoner dude. Oh, I know what yeah, you're talking about. Now. And uh, I mean, we we go back and forth all fucking day about uh, hard dicks and airplanes. <coughs> yeah, hard dicks and airplanes. No, no, no. We we go back and forth all day, usually making up uh, jokes. Jokes, and uh, we try and slip the word queef into song lyrics. <laughs> Lovely. Oh yeah. Anyways, back to my story. So, at this at the pool, we had a small incident of a child trying to put some dinkleberries all over the pool. He, Create floaters. He pooped. So anyways, he's making submarines for Captain Cropper. So, anyways, baby Ruth. It was so bad that um, so in this pool there was a lazy river. That poop got into the current. It's called a log. Oh no, it ain't no log. It was a goddamn minefield. It's but as soon as like we kinda like we turned it off, there was I don't know how much poop like stuck to the bottom and my boss just looks at me and just goes, Here's a toothbrush. Oh, oh no. Oh. 
What? So dick. me and my little skivvies, I'm like, oh, here I go. Yeah. Let's just say I had to take the fucking most awful bath when I was done with there. Oh. I had to bathe. I had to take a shower in these certain chemicals so I didn't get a disease. You know what? You should just get a job emptying porta potties because you catch shit so much. You should get a job, Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I then I had the goat in the bathroom. A guy just like had his nah. name, just like oh my like I swear to God it was goat pellets like just in the shower and one of my coworkers he saw it just went <clears throat> and I'm like it's just poop. When you say that sentence, you've seen too much. Yeah. When you say it's just, I shit. was a lifeguard for ten years. I've been pissed on, shit on, bled on. No bodily fluid scares me unless it's my own. So you mean about, you've, been, about, you've been Fraser's mouth. Yeah, pretty much, actually. Talking about, talking about goats. Rhyme me next week to tell you the story of the guy uh, that punched the goat. <laughs> I don't want to know. Okay. Anyway, what's the beer count? Uh, for fuck's uh, sake. I had three. Um, three. Cody. I've only had two, but I'm on three. Okay. I've had three. 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 Although I had one on the drive over here. Okay. So you've had four. So four. What's the total? The actual total. Uh, three, six, nine, twelve, and then four. Sixteen. Okay. And then uh, what was our... Okay. Jeez Louise. Sixteen tonight. And the only reason we it's hit kind that... Of a light night, too. The, well, the only reason it's light is because we ran out. We didn't bring any beer this time. We finished off everything we had. Oh, that is true. This is true, but we also we were eating beforehand as well. Doesn't matter. We could have gone like 25. I would have gone at least two more had we but had any Are we going to the booze. bar after this? Yeah, we are. That's the thing. Yeah. We're going to <laughs> so 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 We don't uh, drink too much. So uh, everybody have a uh, great night and drive safe, drink responsibly, and... Um, Please follow, like us, share uh, our podcast with everybody that you know, including your grandmas. No. Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> because he'll die if you share we're it. On, we're on Facebook and Instagram as the Bar Tools Podcast. We, you can also email us if you have any requests for topics that you want us to talk about. Or um, just to shoot the shit. Or if you just want to uh, email a lonely stoner, which is me. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm they so are, glad uh, I'm in charge of this. Our email is bar, uh, bartoolspodcast at gmail.com. All lowercase, no spaces. Have a good night. Drink responsibly. Thanks for joining.